So Nikki, you've been in the entertainment industry for a while now. Doesn't it feel like Hollywood is just one big high school sometimes? <laughs> it totally does, yes. It's very clicky. You know, there are the popular kids, yes. you get the class clowns, and then the brainiacs, and then the cool kids, and then the kids trying to be cool, which was kind of what I was. <laughs> oh, no. So <laughs> yeah. let's also not forget the ones who are super nice to your face and then just totally the opposite behind your back. Oh, the worst, yes. right? The fake people. Oh, I'm so glad I'm not in high school anymore. <laughs> I am too. <laughs> and just like high school, it's big, big news when Hollywood celebs get called out for being the opposite of their public image. Yes. And when it's Oprah getting called out. Oh, my gosh. There is just so much tea to spill. Oh, do I want to know this? Do I want to know this? <sighs> I for sure do. <laughs> From Wondery, I'm Brooke Ziffrin. And I'm Nikki Boyer, filling in for Arisha Skidmore-Williams. It's Wednesday, September 1st. And you're listening to Rich and Daily. Life is full of personal wins, whether it's cleaning your house, getting that dream car, or checking off your to-do list. Winning at life is a great feeling. And with the State Farm Personal Price Plan, you can keep winning when you create an affordable price just for you by bundling home and auto. So give yourself a round of applause. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with a personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500 500. Give me that, give me that hot gas. We'd like to advise our listeners today's story discusses sexual assault and rape allegations and may be uncomfortable or triggering for some. If this isn't the right time for you to listen, please take care of yourself. Well, hello, Nikki Boyer. I am so excited Hi. to have you today. I am so excited to be here. I love this show. <laughs> <laughs> Me 
Me too. So are you ready to get in today's hot goss? Yes, I am. Always ready. Okay. Okay, So (laughs) Charmed actor and Me Too activist Rose McGowan made a major social media splash this past Sunday. So she called out media mogul Oprah Winfrey on Twitter for being, (laughs) quote, as fake as they come. Oh, yes. Ooh, she dropped it. (laughs) So the tweet says, I am glad more are seeing the ugly truth of Oprah. I wish she were real, but she isn't. Mm. I mean, there's no minced words there. It's pretty clear. No, there's no coming back. And then she posted that with a photo of Oprah kissing Harvey Weinstein on the Mm -hmm. cheek. So (laughs) as we know, he's the disgraced former film producer and co-founder of Miramax Films. So yeah. Yeah. Yes. So Rose called out Oprah for being friends with Weinstein, who's been accused of rape and sexual assault by more than 100 women. I don't think I realized the number was that high. I honestly didn't either. And, you know, her tweet also claimed that Oprah had abandoned and destroyed the victims of Russell Simmons, the music producer and co-founder of Def Jam Records. Um, And he's also been accused of rape and assault by multiple women. And Rose said Oprah is about supporting a sick power structure for personal gain and called Oprah as fake as they come. Mm. Then my favorite part of the entire thing, she added hashtag lizard at the end, which there is a large group of people out there who believe that lizard people exist. So wait, what? Why am I hearing this for the first time? (laughs) No. This is real. So they think that there's a group of people who are lizards. Well, not people. They're lizards. And they transform into people to, like, gain power in Hollywood and all of those things. So, I mean, I'm speechless. I'm rarely speechless. But what? Oh, my gosh. I got to look this up. Thank you. That sounds like something a lizard would say, Nikki. So I don't know if I trust you now. Um, (laughs) I don't even know what sounds lizards make, but I just tried to do it. I'm so sorry about that. It was a good attempt. So, so far, Rose's tweet has gotten over... 11,000 likes and more than 2,800 retweets as of this recording. Wow. Okay. So lots of people jumping onto this. So Rose tweeted the photo of Oprah kissing um, Weinstein as a response to a recently resurfaced 2003 video of Oprah actually interviewing country music legend Dolly Parton. Yes. So in the video, Oprah asks Dolly questions about her appearance, saying how she looks good for her age. Mm -hmm. And then she asks her about the plastic surgery she's gotten, which, of course, Dolly just rolls with because she's an absolute queen. Exactly. Um, She doesn't deny the surgeries. She's just like, yeah, I got surgery and I'll get more if I need it. And then Oprah goes even further and she kind of pokes at Dolly about her mental health, talking about how she got depressed when she turned 40. Mm -hmm which a lot of people have interpreted to be Oprah's attempt at like a gotcha moment. Although Dolly, she's a pro, so she just seems completely unbothered. But, you know, there's a lot of instances like this where, you know, Oprah has these interviews and she kind of does this like gotcha moment and she's been doing it for years. Did you feel like this was a gotcha moment when you watched it? You know, kind of. Yeah. I'm going to say, like, I know a lot of people love Oprah, but she's kind of been doing this a long time, just like Ellen DeGeneres. It's kind of like this. I'm going to poke and prod until you give me the deets. Mm, Interesting. I don't know. Okay. So now that the video has been passed around and resurfaced again, um, they see it as some sort of evidence that Oprah may not be the Oprah that we think Mm -hmm. she is. And Rose took the opportunity to remind people that Oprah was friends with Harvey Weinstein, the man that Rose alleges raped her. 
This is heavy. This is intense. Yeah, it's it's honestly super heavy. And, you know, for those of you who don't know, you know, we said Harvey, of course, is a very prominent producer in Hollywood, but his company was behind some of the biggest Oscar films like Shakespeare in Love, The right. English Patient, Goodwill Hunting. And Rose claims she was raped by Weinstein in 1997 at the Sundance Film Festival. Mm-hmm. And She's also claimed that Weinstein tried to take what she calls diabolical actions when he found out she was going to write a memoir with pretty revealing information about the assaults. Wow. And I just I still keep going back to a hundred women I, have come seriously, forward alleging harassment, assault, and rape. A hundred. So many. <sighs> I mean, this was the impetus really for the Me Too movement, right? Yeah. And that seems yeah. like it seems like a million years ago, but it also feels like yesterday at the same time. It I don't know. It really does. And that's just because we haven't really gotten that far, sadly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's why it seems like it's been going forever. Yo, you're right. Ugh. I didn't put that together till just now, but you're right. It's like <laughs> molasses, it's right? <laughs> yes. And Rose really was one of the first women to speak out about this, remember? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, since the movement, Weinstein has been convicted and is serving a 23-year sentence in prison. And Rose has continued to be outspoken about his abuses and is an advocate for other survivors of sexual assault. Yeah. So it makes sense that Rose would want to hold other people accountable for Mm -hmm. being friends with Weinstein. And up until the Me Too movement, Oprah had been a longtime friend of his. Yeah. So Weinstein and Oprah have been photographed at events together over many years, including the photo that Rose tweeted, which shows the two seated together at a table and Oprah is like kissing his cheek. She's smiling with Weinstein. And Oprah previously had spoken out about her past friendship with Weinstein, claiming she didn't know about the allegations against him during their friendship. Although she did say she knew he was a bully and even said she'd been bullied by him. Right. Hmm. So how did she not know he was trash? Well, is my question. Uh, you know what? You we look at these pictures in Hollywood of people being chummy, and there's this surface level of friendship, right? And then yes. there are your real friends, and I have a right. feeling they were friendly and pretended mm-hmm. to be friends in front of the camera. And I'm sure she yeah. knew he was a bully, but I don't really think she deeply knew how wrong and bad this dude was. I don't know. Yeah. I just feel like maybe That's she fair. didn't fully grasp it. Look at me yeah, sticking up that, for Oprah. That is fair. I'm sure they weren't like. <laughs> having wine on Sundays. Right. Like they, you know, they yeah. don't know each other that well. But right. That's a that's a fair point. <laughs> but Oprah's friendship with Weinstein isn't the only problem here. Rose is right. also calling out Oprah for her history with music producer Russell Simmons and his accusers. So that's layered. So layered. So there's a new documentary called On the Record, which covers the sexual misconduct accusations against Def Jam co-founder Russell Simmons. And now 20 women have come forward to accuse Simmons. And Oprah was an executive producer on the documentary film, but she actually withdrew from her role in 2020. Mm -hmm. So when she backed out, um, she released a statement saying... There is more work to be done on the film to illuminate the full scope of what the victims endured. And it has become clear that the filmmakers and I are not aligned in that creative vision. Yeah. And she also pulled the film from its release on Apple, citing creative differences with the directors and saying she felt it was being rushed. But the New York Times reported that there was an intense campaign by Russell Simmons and his supporters to get Oprah to pull the dock. And Oprah even acknowledged Simmons had tried to get her to abandon the project. She said he reached out multiple times and pressured her. But she also claims he wasn't the reason 
she pulled the film. So that's a little suspicious. But yeah, she says she still believed the women, but she thought there were just some inconsistencies that needed to be adequately addressed. Hmm. Oh, so, I don't know. I, I want to be a fly on the wall. Like, I, I really want to know what the real reason was, right? <laughs> me too. God, ah. me too. <laughs> and now that Rose has called Oprah out, people are starting to pay attention. Yeah. And some are calling for her to be canceled. But considering how massively powerful and prominent that Oprah is in the entertainment industry... Could she even be canceled? You know, this is, I honestly don't know. Like, my first reaction is to be like, yes, of course, everyone can be canceled. <laughs> like, we've proven that time and time again. But it's like, it's Oprah. So I think even if there's hard evidence that maybe she knew things and isn't as great as we think, there's still right. going to be enough people that are like, nope, she's Oprah. We love her. Yeah. This one feels in the gray area to me. Like, I don't know. It still feels a little wishy-washy. So does. I'm going to wait to see what comes out in the laundry. Isn't that what they say? What comes out in the laundry? Yeah, is that, is that, that is even a, a term? Okay. <laughs> so listen, like I said, I get that Oprah is beloved by seriously millions of people, but we got to hold people accountable for their actions, right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if she's as untouchable as we may have thought in the past. I mean, do creeps hang out with creeps? I don't know. I mean, hope not. Oh, gosh, no. Oh, who knows? Oh, oh man. Oh, what's that say about us? Seriously. We're hanging out together. God, we're creeps. <laughs> From Wondery, I'm Brooke Ziffrin. And I'm Nikki Boyer. This is Rich and Daily. See you tomorrow, Richies. If you like our show, please follow us on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, or wherever you're listening right now. And tell your friends, we've got the hot goss. Hey, listeners, it's Will Arnett. Our podcast, Smartless, has crossed a milestone that seemed unfathomable when we started nearly four years ago as we've just released our 200th episode. Join us as we welcome that dynamic duo of hilarity, Steve Martin and Martin Short. You've seen them on screen together in The Three Amigos, Father of the Bride 1 and 2, and most recently, and Only Murders in the Building. Both are comedic geniuses in their own right, but together they are always electric. And this episode of Smartless is no exception. I don't know if I've laughed more in a single episode than this one. We discuss their career arcs both separately and as a comedy team, how they met, who is more difficult to work with, and what motivates them today. Is Steve a better banjo player than Marty as a singer? Find out on this bicentennial episode of Smartless. Follow Smartless on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to Smartless ad-free by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Plus, you get to hear Sean cry. What a loser! What a loser!